Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. My next guest set 12 world records during his 18-year track and field career and is a five-time USA track and field Olympian, winning 10 Olympic medals, competing at four Olympic Games, nine Olympic gold medals, one Olympic civil medal from 1984 to 1996, as well as eight world championship gold medals. He's one of the greatest athletes in the history of modern sports, named Sportsman of the Century by the IOC. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, my man, Carl Lewis. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, I, oh, I like that background. <laughs> hey, Carl, Carl, Carl. See, listen, Carl, I just couldn't introduce you. I had to introduce you. <laughs> well, I, you know what? I'll take that one on the road. How about that? I mean, you know something, man? Uh, you know, it's funny that we're on the phone because, you know, when, you, when you're in school for seven years, you cannot get to meet everybody. Carl was at college when I was at college at University of Houston. We both went to University of Houston. Well, and also congratulations on University of Houston repeating as track and field champion for the men's team, right? Well, yep, we repeated. We, we, we um, double-double. We won indoor and outdoor the last two years, and um, we're really excited. The guys really stepped up, and uh, they, 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 their whole idea is that they feel like the championship, the conference championship is theirs to protect. Yes. It's like, no, this is ours. No matter what house we're in, we're going to protect it. And the guys really did, especially since we were at home. They would have protected this house. Now, now they want it in, the, in, in a facility named after you, the Carl Lewis facility, right? Yeah, it is. And it's kind of it's weird when you're looking at it, running up to it. Um, everyone in the conference is like, okay, he's sitting there coaching. They have the best team in the conference. And then it's a Leroy Burrell, who's the head coach, um, scoreboard, and the Tom Telez track at the Carl Lewis complex. It was like, these guys are like, what are we doing here? <laughs> we just hand it over. I mean, it's like a bus stop we're walking into. Now, Leroy Brown, he's the head coach of the track team. Now, Carl, yes. you look like you can still sprint and win some championships. Now, Leroy, <laughs> Leroy been um, eating, ain't he? Well, you know what? I, I tell you, um, people ask me, you know, how do I keep my fitness? And I just tell them I've been hungry since 1989. So uh -huh. <laughs> keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a tough challenge, but it's something I want to do. You know, my, my thing is that um, I go around the world. I speak. I just, just two weeks ago, I was in Saudi Arabia doing a conference, and, and I want to make sure when I go places, people remember. You know, people 
when I walk into a room, I want people to kind of go back. And my thought is always, um, whether it's our times or the races, it's kind of like an old song. And everyone knows when that song comes on, it takes you back to that moment. And so wow. if I can keep the same look and the feeling and the same energy when I walk into a room or I present myself, I want people to go back to that moment. I don't want them to think about it now. I want them to say, hey, I remember that time when he was running down there, and we all feel good. Man, I'm going to tell you something. Because I, I saw him a year ago. We was at a banquet. We sat at the same table together, and he does look fantastic. And the thing that I, I really respect, because, you know, when you do these uh, interviews, you have to do a little research. And so I knew he was from Williamsboro, New Jersey. That's where he came attended high school, and he came down to the University of Houston. But what I didn't know was, really, you from the South. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was born in Birmingham, and uh, my mother was, uh, was born in Gadsden, Alabama. Father, Montgomery, and uh, our whole family was, uh, was from Alabama. So we, I'm from the South. We, we kind of moved to the North in 63, um, like a lot of people immigrated North. And I remember my mother telling me, I found out that my sister was making more teaching than she was because my parents were both teachers. Uh, Tuskegee graduates, that's where they met, and um, uh, HBCU in the house. And so um, she found out <laughs> they were making more in the North, and so you know they were fighting a big fight and heavily involved with civil rights down there, and they just said, you know, we've done our job, and let's just move forward and, and get a better job, better thing for our children. Well, I'm going to say something now. I don't want you to take this negative because you're, 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 you're a superstar in the track and field world. Mm-hmm. And, man, you, you sound so engaging. It sounds like a guy I would walk up to and just just want to have a conversation with on this phone. Do you get that? Do you get people because you've been such a global talent and you're a superstar that people see you or have a perception of a person that you can't come up to? Or am I misreading something? No, you know, it's, it's, it's a combination. I think people automatically think that, um, oh, my gosh, you, you're known, so I should stand offish. But, right. you know, my energy is... That, look, look. the reality is that I, I, I started off, and I wasn't a great athlete. I was a late bloomer, um, very late bloomer, and it didn't really happen until the end of high school. Then I went to college and obviously had my success. But, but I wake up every, every day thankful. I mean, can you imagine someone who says, I'd love to run one day, and, and then I get up and I run fast, I jump far, uh, and I've been able to parlay this into a, a life and a career. I wake up thankful. So even though there are tough times and challenging days, I, I, I only let that go for a minute or so because um, I'm thankful that I can be who I am, thankful that I've been given this amazing God-given talent, thankful for the people around me, thankful for parents that were wonderful, uh, thankful for my father who was a great role model and my mother who was a, who was a great role model. So, I, so at the end of the day, I, there's nothing for me to even give any energy off to. You know, sometimes you get frustrated and tired, but then I check myself. You know, I, and when I get too long, I go to the mirror and just talk to right. that person and get it together. Right. <laughs> you know, Carl, the, the interesting thing about reason I'm, I'm giving you a little history of him, because I want people to remember how great this man was, is. I won't say us. I apologize for saying was, is. And also he said something that he was a late bloomer, which means that he didn't suddenly just jump out and, and, and jump far or sprint 200 and 100. It was a crap that he has to learn. And also, before we get into the, the, the reason why money-making conversations, why you're on here, because we're going to talk about the perfect, perfectmethod.net, is, is what made you really focus into the track and field arena and, and, and make you blossom into this special talent that, uh, that blessed us all in the, in, on the world stage? Well, it, it really starts, uh, my, my story starts probably 100 years ago with my grandfather who supported my mother. My mother went to Tuskegee Institute with, with um, a scholarship 
some money to go to college for track and field. And right. in those days, you know, you had to work and, and work in the field. And my father, um, my grandfather said, hey, if, if you're going to be seen and if college wants you, I'll, make it, I'll figure out a way for you to go to college. And then my father went to, went to uh, the military, and then he was able to use the GI Bill and go to college. Mm-hmm. And that's where it starts. So I would be remiss if I didn't thank my grandfather for being, having the foresight and my grandmother to, say, to allow my mother to go to college. And then uh, they, they were my coaches. Um, they started a track club because my mother wanted track and field for girls. Girls right. did not have track programs, so she started it for girls. Boys joined. And so I was, I was uh, trained by them. And a lot of people don't know, my mother made the Olympic team in 1952. Wow. And she went to, she, um, it's an amazing story. Rosa Parks was a good friend of hers, and Dr. King was a family friend, and they, did this, they were involved in the civil rights movement. My mother even met um, Ava Perone because she went to uh, Argentina down in the early 50s. I mean, so she's just been all over, and just, just an amazing. And they raised us with that rich history of, of um, being the best that you can be. And then I watched them as track coaches, as public school teachers, um, give their lives to the community, and that's right. how I was raised. And so um, when they kept telling me my whole life when I wasn't really doing well, just, just be the best you can be. So I was learning the craft in eighth place. So when my talent, my body started to grow and catch up with my talent, then all of a sudden I'd already learned the craft. But they but they they really taught me to just keep going and not to quit, to believe in myself, even though it, you're gonna have tough times, focus on your excellence and focus on being the best you can be. And that's what I did. And then when I became successful, right. it made it easier to last because I never focused on winning. I always focused on being excellent, being the perfect me. And that's what kept me going for so long. I'm going to tell you something. I've been a fan of Carl Lewis, the track superstar. Today, I'm a fan of Carl Lewis, the man. <laughs> you know, I, I love doing this show because people always say, Rashawn, you always give us, you t- we find out things we didn't know about an individual. And I think it's important when you pull back the curtain that they are individuals. That's what money-making conversations is about. Because these people are bringing a product now, uh, online training service that he's providing to anybody who wants to improve their world, well, their worth in amateur athletics. Please tell them about the perfect net, perfectmethod.net that you've come up with, Paul. Well, the perfect method is it's kind of been over a number of years, and basically it started a few years ago as I drive down the street. I started riding my bike um, to, to, for fitness. I don't run anymore, which kind of shocks people, but I, I ride my bike. <laughs> And, and, and I, I never ran people, a call, so guess what? Right, right, exactly. I'm 100 percent bike. When, when I run slow, it's not pretty. So you, you'd be you'd be lucky anyway. <laughs> but but I, I see people running, and I says, "Gosh, look at that person! I wish I could help them run better or do better." Um, and then I became a college coach, and a lot of the high school kids are coming to school, and and they're missing the fundamentals. And then my mother was a physical education teacher. I realized PE is being pulled out of school, so kids are not getting the basics they used to get. And then all these things were just kind of building inside of me. And then one day someone approached me and said, hey, would you do a learn by doing running video? Right. And, and then I thought, wait a minute, that's like so 90s. You know, you don't do video anymore. <laughs> you know, what are you, how do you do it now? It's real time. You know, my, my, um, my son was 20 years old, and I, and I see him on the phone all the time. I see the kids. So I said, why don't we do something where we can teach everyone on earth to run better? Mm-hmm. But we have to go to them. And then we came up with the perfect method.net because it's okay to want to be perfect, the perfect you. 
And so now, with this subscription-based program, we're bringing the best coaches, the best ideas, starting with my coach, Coach Telef, and people, and anyone that has ideas that can, that can bring it in, um, it's in real time for your computer, your tablet, or your phone. So it's with you all the time. You know, when I, went, when I was growing up and I had to learn something, um, I had to go to encyclopedias right. and look it up and read through it. And then when I was in college, microfish. Now I'm aging myself with all the people. <laughs> but now the history of the world is in everyone's palm. So why can't we give, put this information in the palm of their hand? Okay, Carl, we set the stage up. I'm about to go to break. So coming back, we're going to talk more about the perfect method, how you can get engaged in the perfect method. He just told you for everyday people, but more importantly, if you got a son or anybody trying to understand the dynamics of running, then this is the program for you. We'll be right back with Carl Lewis on the phone. My man, Olympic champion. Money Make Conversation, be right back. Hey, brother, I hope you're having a good time. Carl, can I tell you this, man? Yes. Let's not make this the last call. Is that all right with you? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm always available. Because the thing about it is that when I, when I invite people onto my show, it's a little bit different than most shows they do because I'm more engaging. Plus, I don't play no music. So they can just right. talk. We got to go to a song, Carl. Be right back. You know, So Carl, he's going to talk about 20, 30 minutes with me. Because what, he has something to say. And that's where you pull back the layers, and you find out this guy is just like me. And I want people to understand that he doesn't have to do this. He has all this information stored up. And he's telling you, guess what? Yes, I want all these medals. Yes, but you can be special too if you learn how to do the techniques right. So fill them in a little bit more on the perfect method.net. Well, you know, if you look at it, you, you – this is look, let's just look at it, um, peel it back, like you're saying, more so even deeper than just sports. Yes, sir. Um, just say if you're a five k runner, you just run casual. This is about this is about family. What a, a family can get together and learn how to run better, because you know the vast majority of people that are going to use the program are not going to be sports or athletes. It's because we have millions of casual runners that run today in five k's, ten k's, marathons all around the world. Well, guess what? If they all learn how to run better. Right. Then they would run a faster time. I mean, think about the math teacher that, that's a track coach because there's no PE coach that can take that role, or the or the like I said, or the parent. But but what it is is it, it really comes down to understanding how to do the basic fundamentals. And so the perfect method teaches you the basic fundamentals. And as we all know, running is a fundamental to almost every sport. So we, we're we're running, and that's the basis. But we're going to be branching out and adding components in all kind of sports. We're already talking about uh, different sports, even cycling, because you know what? We're triathlons or volleyball right. or baseball. All these things come in, and I think the biggest thing is that we have to teach people there's a correct way to run. There's one fundamental correct way. It doesn't matter how tall uh, or short uh, you are, there's, there's a way to run. And everyone can run faster. It's just that everyone can't be fast. But everyone can run faster. And, uh, we're, 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 that's you know, that's but, key because I'm in that can't run fast category. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'm, I'm definitely in the run faster than I could category now because not as fast as I could before. They look good. But, we got some pictures showing up you on this screen, man. You look like you could still sprint a real hard 100, brother. 200. Well, you know what? I Here's the thing. I tell people all the time, I just have to look it because you think I can do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> look good. You, you just, put, just look good. You just look but, good sprinter now. Right, right. Look good. <laughs> now, you tell know, me about the partnership that you have with the Amateur Athletic Union. 
Well, I have a, we have a partnership with the AAU, Amateur Athletic Union, and it's, it's exciting for me. Number one, my mother ran for the AAU back in the 40s and 50s, and that's, that's what it was. It was only the AAU. And then in the early 70s, and through the 1970s, that's what I ran. I ran AAU all the way through the national, 80 groups, starting at nine years old. And for us to come back and have a partnership where we can teach these kids um, how to run the best they can or how to move, and, and multiple sports is amazing. You know, when I was, when I was a kid, um, I met John Carlos because right. John Carlos tried out for the, the Philadelphia Eagles and he was in the area and he, he had a home in the area where I used to live in Willingboro, New Jersey. Right. And so he, um, my mother was able to introduce me to John Carlos. My father introduced me to Jesse Owens. Um, I, I had these amazing opportunities to meet these just, just larger than life people uh, that inspired me. And so here I, here we are, but that had, I had to do that. I had to go meet them and touch their hand and see them and, and then go back and, and go to a dictionary and look up their story. Well, nowadays we can bring all of this and right to everyone's phone. So, so I can talk to all these kids and give them the advice. You know, we have, uh, webinars, we have blogs, uh, we do, uh, anything. And, and the biggest thing about the, the perfect method, it's two-way. You know, I, I have a team called right. Team Perfect Method, post-collegiate, and everyone has a story. You know, I have an athlete when I coach at the University of Houston. When he came in, he, he did a blog. His name's LaShawn Collins. He's running. He's one of the hottest sprinters in the world right now. Right. And, and he, is, he, he gave a blog about really talking about buying in, about a young athlete who um, needs to just, you know, sometimes there's a reason why you have two ears and, and one mouth, because you listen and believe. <laughs> You know, you can be afraid to try something different, but, but you can't, you can't, shouldn't be afraid, uh, to put yourself out there. And, and a lot of times it, it doesn't work because people are like, oh, what if it doesn't happen? What if I can't do it? Well, if, if you're that way, then you're not going to be successful. You have to try. We all know, and you're talking about business. Um, no one, no business comes out and someone just says, oh, here's a great idea. I just started the first time right, and it all right. works. It doesn't work that way. But even inventors and everyone will tell you, they failed probably more times, ten times more than they ever succeeded. It's the person that is willing to persevere and keep trying a new idea or coming right. up with something else and, and staying at it. And if you have to raise more money to start again, you do that. That's really what the perfect method is about. It's about saying it's okay to try to be perfect but and just keep going again, get all the information. And you know what? One thing I tell people, if you think – what you're doing is incorrect. You could help me just as much as the people that know it, because you know what? There may be someone else that's doing it incorrect right. like you and they'll search your idea. And then we could guide them to the correct way as well. Carl. Now it was three key areas when I was doing my, my little, you know, I'm a researcher. I act like I know what I'm doing. Uh -huh. I was talking about physical readiness, including conditioning, exercise, and nutrition. Also technical skills to compete at their best and mental preparation. I think, we, we're talking a couple of things here. We talk about everyday people, but we also talk about trained athletes, correct? Am I right. Correct? Let's talk about the mental preparation for the trained athlete. Well, I think the biggest thing is that um, in sports or in anything, I think people are too emotional. Right. Um, and the mental preparation, everyone's emotion about it, and, and they get psyched up and everything else. Well, you know, psyching up doesn't win races. Focus does, right. precision does, and, and the mental preparation is just allowing you to channel that energy. Right. You know, I, I, when, when I used to go to competition, I never went there trying to win the race. I went there trying to perform 
something that I could do. Right. I had no control of the gold medal, but I had control of my performance. So if, if, I, if I go in and I knew a performance had to be, let's say, 990 and 100 to right. win it, I focused on the 990. And so every single day was, can you, how do you run 990? Instead of saying, I hope I win the gold medal. And, and then sometimes that works. Now, it's for, the funny thing about that, nine times um, I was able to win gold medals. You mentioned that earlier. And I lost uh, a silver medal in Seoul, Korea. Well, the interesting thing about it is, is I went into Seoul saying, um, going for four events, and I said, you know what? If I run 19.80, I can win this 200 meters. Right. Well, guess what? Um, the guy that won it ran 19.75, but I ran 19.79. So I walked away saying I didn't win this gold medal, but I did what I came to. This guy had a tremendous um, personal best. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ran the race of his life. He ran phenomenal. But I, sometimes you can't beat that. But I walked away with my head high. We did a lap together because I did what I came to do. Focus on what you control on. That's the thing about the mental preparation. Prepare yourself. You know, I see a lot of kids now with earphones and everything and their mm-hmm. power songs, and i got to psych myself up. And I tell them, you know how you psych yourself up? Right. The way you're ready on Saturday is, you know, you wouldn't go to a test and not study, and then all of a sudden I go Saturday and say, oh, I need my, my music on. Right, so you right, actually right. sit down and you study, and you prepare. So that's the mental preparation and, and, and helping you manage how do you prepare to be your best that day, to make, do something that makes you proud of what you've accomplished. Now, this is the part that don't, don't want to hear, the nutrition part. <laughs> the, the diet. You know, um, that, well, that, see, I'm a sweet potato pie guy, peach cobbler guy, so I'm, I'm, that's, why I'm saying, that's why I'm still running slow. But let's talk about the nutrition aspect of what you get when you go to the perfectmethod.net. Well, first of all, they say you are what you eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's true now. And, and, and the reality is that it starts with moderation. I mean, you, you, you don't have to eliminate everything, but the perfect method gives you a guidance on what to eat. You can also check, um, uh, check your body to see uh, what you're missing, maybe the, the nutrition, uh, minerals, things like that that you're missing that could help you metabolize better. But, there, but, but when it really breaks down to it, um, anyone can out-eat exercise. So it's not just about your diet. Your diet is an per- important component of it, but, um, but you have to combine that with your exercise because if you, want, if you want to keep yourself in good shape, but that's just anything. You know, when I, when I talk to athletes, you have to give up something to be successful. Right. Um, it's just, just the way in life. I mean, successful people, they say, oh, my goodness gracious, you don't do this, you weren't there, you weren't there. Well, I was trying to be successful. You know, I'm 55 years old. And in my 20s, I worked really hard. I traveled the world. I didn't party. When we were on the road for, for competitions, I stayed in my room. Um, uh, in high school, I, I went to my prom two hours late. I didn't go on the school <laughs> trip. I missed all the parties. But you know what I tell people now? I give them. <laughs> so, so it's just you, you have to give something to get something. <laughs> Carl, I want to thank you, man, for calling in. Yeah, I'm a fan, brother. I'm a well, time fan it. of thank Carl you. Lewis, brother. And, and you, you call me. I'll come on anytime. I love it, and great, great talking to you again. And um, uh, anytime you call me, I'm available. Okay, perfectmethod.net. Also, I'm going I'm to I'm chop this up, and I'm going to circulate this interview on my social media. Okay, Carl? Yes, and I will as well. Thank you very much. Good I appreciate y'all. Carl Lewis, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Woo!
Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.